Hola, Hola chicas. chicas. Bienvenidas a la charla. I'm Isela, a wife, teacher, entrepreneur, and new mommy to my sweet baby boy, Logan Jace. I'm Lily. I'm a teacher, daughter, and engaged to a wonderful man. Somos dos Latinas from Texas, loving life and living it up. Acompáñanos as we chat all things mujer. Makeup, libros, food, familia, and just bringing you into our everyday lives. So grab your cafecito and let's chat. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. There's two of us today. I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How have you been? <sighs> Cansada. Cansada. Ready for summer. Girl. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm so ready for summer, but I'm taking it like little baby steps at a time. I'm like, okay, MLK Day is this Monday. <laughs> Three-day weekend. <laughs> then I'm like, in February, we have President's Day. That's another baby step. I'm like baby stepping it, but I'm just, oh my goodness. I'm trying yeah. to, but I'm ready to like just be past everything and mm -hmm. just be done. Just be relaxing at home, mm -hmm. enjoying your family time and home time. Um, are you guys testing right now in teacher world? We're testing in two weeks. Okay. Yeah, we're doing that this week. Why? Um, I don't oh, know. I have, gosh, I don't know. There's so many things going um, on about state testing too like is it going to be canceled are we still going to do it like how is it going to be done are they going to bust the kids in and and I'm you know what I'm thinking to myself if it were me I would tell whoever and I had a student that was testing state testing I would totally be like no we're in a pandemic you can't force my child to go into a building okay with several okay. other people and take this test and it's not fair to my students it's not fair mm -hmm. to the teachers like what is wrong with you are you kidding me? The end. <laughs> and are you tired of this? Mm -hmm. Oh, the kids are falling behind. The kids are falling behind. There's a learning gap. There's a learning gap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, guys, there's but, only a learning gap because you're setting goals that are, that are unattainable right now. They're just not. And you know what? It's just, anyway, first of all, <laughs> we just jumped right in. We didn't even like welcome everybody no, or anything. No, no, no. Yes, Haven. They all know. Most of them that listen are maestras anyway, so they can probably feel exactly what we're going through right now. I'm like, I love my job. I'm not I trying to get fired. No, no, no. We love our job. <laughs> we love the kids. We love the students. We're super passionate about what we do. It's just those little thorns in our side, yeah. like state testing, what's basically creating the gaps. I honestly oh, yeah. feel that way. And it sucks because whenever we go through college, we are taught um child development mm -hmm. that's that is like drilled into our brain child yes. development right but then when you look at how they're tested and the rigor you're just like this is not at all fair for these kids no it's not it's not so anyway the end we hate state testing i'm yes. sorry we any type of testing yeah we love our jobs but we hate testing it's just not fair it's not it's like they want us to teach the kids all these different ways, and we do, because everybody is a different type of learner, yes. of course, but then you're going to give them one blanketed test across okay. the, no, like, get it together. And what's worse is that we're in a pandemic. And, hello. Oh, we're acting like it's not, like nothing's going on right now. Okay. We're acting like nothing is going on, and it's just making me so mad. Like, what the heck? Anyway. I'm there with you. <laughs> I'm like, anyway, I just had to get that out of the way. We're testing right now. So I'm in 
testing mode, which makes me a Ugh. little unhappy. And yeah, so whatever. I'll be that Moving way in on. two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we haven't even caught it. Now on to bigger and brighter, happier things in life because we're trying to avoid all the bad in life. Um, we haven't even gotten to chat and catch up about our holiday and how our two-week winter break went and what we got to do and everything. How was yours? It was very relaxing. What did you do? Okay, dormí todo el tiempo. Oh, perfect. And the end. I, <laughs> the end. Need so, I say more? <laughs> ¿Verdad? Soaked up family time. Mm -hmm. I baked, which is something that I hadn't done in a very long time. Mm -hmm. So I just really enjoyed that. I made bolillos for the first time, you guys. Mm, oh, my God. And they were so good. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I bet you they were, like, super soft and warm. They were. Oh, goodness. Now I want one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is one of my students today showed up with this little, like, paper towel with something in it. And I said, what did you bring? Because he was going to eat it for breakfast. I said, is that, like, pan dulce or something? He's like, no, it's a torta. And he brought it, like, you know, unwrapped it. And it was beans and aguacate, girl. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Man. Breakfast what did I just think of like, What did I think of a torta with huevo con chorizo? <laughs> Why are we hungry right now? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to calm down. I just had a snack. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so you got to catch up on family time y todo. Yes. How did, where did y'all do Christmas with your mom? Or did they, did y'all do it at your house? No, we did it with my mom. So mm -hmm. we spent a little time with Ulysses' family, and then we went over to my mom's, and then we had Christmas Eve there. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, pues el siguiente día, pues recalentado, because right. that's what we do. Right. That's so nice. So did y'all do, like, get, did y'all go all out and do gifts, or do y'all do, like, the white elephant thing? We do, <laughs> we do, we do Secret Santa, okay. and then we do a white elephant With with the Secret Santa? No. I said oh, okay. Secret Santa primero. So then we like, what we do is that we describe that person. And so everybody's trying to guess who that person is or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we give them their gift. And then afterwards, we play uh, um, White Elephant. Mm -hmm. And so we put all the gifts in the middle and then we do the game or whatever. Oh, that's cute. I love that. Describing so it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. That's a good idea. I like that. Hmm. So how was your... Um, New Year's. What'd y'all do? También with my mom and what it, I had um I don't know if y'all have ever seen this, but in Mexico when you go they have the they the people that sell out in the streets, they make those cueritos with beans and mm, yes, girl, yes. I was like, that's what I wanna <laughs> eat. Everybody else wanted to eat menudo and I was like, eh, I'm not down for menudo. This is what I want. Uh-huh. And so that's what I ate and then when we just welcomed the new year and then we just came back home. Yeah. Did y'all stay after uh, midnight? Yes. Yeah. You know, I was dragging on New Year's. Like, it was good, but at the same time, like, we had planned to just stay home, me, my husband, and my son, like, just the three of us. Mm -hmm. And my husband bought steaks, and we made baked potatoes, and, like, veggies, and, like, we went all out with our dinner, and we even got, like, a really good cheesecake, all this stuff. And then... um. It's funny because, like, a couple of hours... I always spend New Year's with my parents. Who am I kidding? Like, I didn't for a long time in my 20s. We used to go out all the time. 
But like in the past five, six years, we started spending it at my mom's house. So we weren't going to do that this year. And then like two hours before midnight struck, I was just like, I miss my mom. And so my husband was like, well, we could just drive. It's literally up the street. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, let's go. I just, it's weird because I really thought that I wanted to just stay home and watch a movie with him and ring in the new year, watching a movie together and just like spending quality time. And I just missed her so much. I was just like, she's right down the street. Calm down. I just drive over there. <laughs> so I did, and we took the cheesecake over there and everything, and we just hung out. Like, we played. It's funny because she was like, vas a jugar loteria? I even took my little bag of change. Uh-huh. And um, and right away, she took everything out, and we played for a little bit. And then right at, like, 1230, we came back and went to sleep. But, yeah, I was already feeling all sad. All separation anxiety. Like, it, like if y'all were super far away. I know. Like I, if I hadn't seen her for years and I have to drive hundreds of miles. No, we were like super low key. Todo, yeah. Todo super low key. Like I'm telling you, Christmas, it was pajamas. Yeah. We That's all how we were pajamas. too. Pajamas. Y también New Year's, super relaxed. We're like, we are not trying to dress up to be in the sala. <laughs> I did. Well, not dress up. I just wore leggings and a t-shirt with like a blazer, which the yeah. blazer is dressed up, I guess. Yeah, no. Um, I'm like, anyway. I guess I did. I did do my makeup. Yeah, I did my <laughs> makeup. I was like, okay, just being a little bit, just a little different, you know, a little a festive, little. but it was relaxing. Um, our Christmas was pretty relaxing. Also, we had my niece and nephew. Of course, it was our year to have them. And um, we were in pajamas most of the time that week. We did take a trip, which I'm so glad because I felt like I got to 100% give in and rest the way I wanted to rest. Mm -hmm. Because you know how whenever the weeks are leading up to Christmas, usually you have all the craziness of like not doing your family stuff, right? Like all the stuff that you want to do, like all the outings and everything, plus all the Christmas shopping. Plus getting stuff ready for all your students and a Christmas party and like all of this stuff. And this year, I feel like we I traded it out, all of that madness, for stress. Oh. If that makes sense. Like anxiety and stress. Like I didn't have to do anything for the kids. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But I, I didn't have to do anything for the students. Um, our getting gifts was very low key, very minimum. We wanted to just tone it down big time this year. And then, um, we didn't have to, I didn't have to run around getting ready for the party and we didn't do any outings. Like the only thing that we did was every evening we would get in the car, me, Logan and and my husband and just drive around the neighborhood and look at lights. We didn't even go anywhere to see lights. Normally we do. But we just didn't. We would just drive around. Our neighborhood did an amazing job this year. Put Almost all the houses had lights. And um, they had a contest and stuff. So we would just drive around doing that. But what happened that last week before we went on um, winter break, there was an outbreak in our school of just cases. Oh. Yeah. And then there was a few teachers on my team and kids in our hallway. So what happened was our principal found out that weekend before. Mm-hmm. And then she just said, okay, if anybody has, like, let the kids know if anybody has symptoms, anything like that, that they can stay home and they're, you know, they can still get online or whatever. So what was cool was that a lot of parents, they said, no, they they got 
savvy girl. They were like, no, 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 we're going to keep them home and we're just going to have them on Zoom. So what we had to do was cancel parties because not all the kids were there. Yeah. You know, and we weren't going to do our party was going to be I wanted to make boxes for them, like take home boxes and mm-hmm. put like different treats in there, like a gancito and like, I don't know, a pack of cookies and like different stuff and wrap it up in a box and then they could take it home and enjoy it at home. So that was going to be our party after we watched a movie, quote unquote party. Um, but we had to cancel all that because we had very little students that showed up. Everybody was online and um, it was a good thing because I feel like she made a great call the weekend prior to our last week, if that makes yeah. sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So that whole last week, it was everything was like super monotone in our hallway. There was hardly anybody there as far as kids. We were doing all of our teaching online, and I feel like that saved a whole bunch of us, like the rest of our team from getting you know, the virus and and from other students getting sick because during that week we started getting calls from different parents that, yes, they had, their kid had it or they had symptoms. Uh, They tested positive, you know, different things. So we, I think we averted a huge possible domino effect of people getting ill, you know. Yeah. So it took the stress of me having to do all these different things that week before break, you know, that we normally have to do. We're yeah. always trying to do some creative things and fun things and all that. So it took that off my, my plate. But of course, what took its place? The anxiety and the fear of getting sick mm-hmm. and literally walking, making a beeline to my classroom and and like putting up a paper on my window talking about, uh-uh, you can knock, you can call me, you can <laughs> You can Zoom me, but you are not entering my classroom this whole week. Uh-uh, stay out. So anyway, it was just like that. It was it was a very different, odd uh, Christmas lead up to Christmas break, I would say, for us as teachers. Yeah. Um, and it was just weird. It was just so different. And I and I felt super sad for the kids. So I um, did some fun things on Zoom with them the last two days. And we got to, I read like some different books about Christmas and um, how different cultures celebrate Christmas and then other uh, celebrations like Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and we did all kinds of stuff like that on Mm -hmm. Zoom so it was good for them and I'm glad that I did it that way because I was feeling hella guilty I was like man I feel bad but at the same time I was like but you're safe (laughs) I got we would tell them imagine getting sick and then being sick your entire break like you know that's gonna suck so anyway um the teachers recouped that were sick and, and we were fine and we uh, I had to get another test girl just to make sure this was my second test. The first one when I got my wisdom teeth pulled and then uh, this one I got a second test again, which <sighs> getting that test sucks. <laughs> I'm like, it sucks. I hate it. I hate it. I'm just like, man, if I have to take another one anytime soon. Please no. I really don't want to take that test anymore. I'm tired of it. But so anyway, um, we took a trip to New Mexico and we rented a cabin out there and we wanted to just get away from everything and everyone and even our own house. Like I was just, I needed a mental break from the, the, I felt like I was just on replay every single day, like Mm -hmm. the whole day. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Like you feel like your whole day is on replay. And then my husband's working from home and we had a talk about it and I started noticing. I said, I can tell that you're just kind of like sad. He's been like just sad lately and just kind of quiet and just kind of, and he's just like, it's hard. He's like, 
just working from home every day and I'm looking at the same screen. I'm sitting in the same room and I just feel like I'm just going through the same motions every single day. And it's just welcome to virtual teaching nonstop. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, it's nonstop. And I tell him, I'm like, I get to leave the house and see other people. But my battle is different because I have to have a mask on all day. That's yeah. annoying as hell. And then the second thing is you always have that anxiety and that fear. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get to see people, you get to see your students, you get to see your coworkers, but you just have that fear constantly. Yes. So I feel like we're both seeing different, we're both facing different battles. Mm -hmm. So we decided, we're like, let's just get a cabin. We literally got a cabin in the middle of nowhere mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so amazing. And we got to just rest and relax and we got to binge on Christmas movies and it was just so nice. Every day I would just wake up just to see the sunrise and it was just amazing. And we just needed that break. And it was like true family time. Um, when we got there, we did a Walmart pickup and my mom was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to be ordering out and doing all that. And what's really cool is that we stayed in New Mexico. So what's really cool is that New Mexico, their restaurants aren't open. Yeah, they're they don't. Down. Yeah, they don't have anything open. You can do pickup, you can do drive-thru. And what's cool well, not for them, they're pobrecitos, but for us, what was good was that all the drive throughs if you were driving down like the main strip of Taos, mm -hmm. the drive throughs were like freaking 40 minute wait lines. Like the oh, lines wow. would wrap around out and into the main like strip. So it would encourage us to not even go get in line to get anything. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we did a Walmart pickup and my mom cooked a massive meals for us every day. And it was like straight up comfort food, like tortillas and frijoles, fideo, caldo de pollo. Like it was good homemade food. And that's what we did. And we played board games every day and outside in the snow. Like it was just, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I slept in every day. <laughs> like who, who were you? I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Well, I didn't sleep in every day. I slept in like half of the time. The other half, I would wake up because I would wake up early because the sunrise there was incredible. It was incredible and it was beautiful. So I wanted to see, I would like make myself get up to see the sunrise and I'd go lay back down on the couch. Um, so the one thing that we get did get to do that we decided to do, because we, I mean, there are excursions open. Skiing is open. You have to make a reservation. It's super limited. It's like 25% or whatever. Um. And it's weird because when we went to Colorado, girl, you will like the slopes are packed with people. Yeah. You see crowds and crowds of people everywhere, lines and lines to get on the gondolas and everything. And going this time, we got to go snowmobiling and we chose that just because they take your group only and you follow a guide on a snowmobile. Um, so we chose to do that because you have like your own set time and stuff. Mm -hmm. But going to the slopes, you would see, like, it looked like 10 people were on the freaking ski slopes. <laughs> I was like, there was nobody out there. Um, so it, it was it was awesome. It was really relaxing um, to go out there and to see the mountains and the landscape. But I am mm -hmm. not going to lie to you. I was stressed beyond belief going on this snowmobile tour because I honestly did not know what I had signed us up for. <laughs> <laughs> I had always wanted to do it. It was like a big bucket list thing for me to snowmobile to the top of a mountain. And I don't know why and how I convinced my mom to go. I guess it's because, okay, I guess it's because I was watch looking at everything on the website, looking at all the pictures, and I was like, mm -hmm. oh, 
okay, so we're going to go snowmobile up the mountain. It's probably not going to be too bad because <laughs> first timers can do it. So it's got to be pretty safe, you know? Yeah. So I convinced her. I said, mom, you're never going to get to go snowmobiling in the mountains. Like, this is going to be amazing. And she, right away, she's like, okay, like, it did not take a lot for me to convince her at all. She's like, okay, vamos. So I sign us up for this thing or whatever. And the guide is like telling us what's going to happen. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to get you guys um, to drive up to the top where the, where the, uh, we got to go higher than where we are right now and drive up to the next, I guess the next, um, I don't even know what it is. Like kind of like a platform, I guess. Uh huh. <clears throat> so that you can get board, get onto the snowmobiles there and we can start the tour from there. So he's explaining everything. He's like, and then we're going to stop at the peak. And then he started describing the peak, and the peak is the tallest peak in New Mexico. And that's when I kind of was like, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Peak. <laughs> what are you talking about? That we're just going to go, like, around the mountains, not, like, <laughs> up the mountains. Like, you know... I thought we would probably go up a little bit and then come back down. Like, what do you what do you mean the peak, dude? And he's just like, yeah, you're going to go to the peak. It's the tallest mountain peak in New Mexico. <laughs> At that point, I was like, oh, snap. Okay, so then I'm like, oh, we're going to be fine. First timers can do this. Obviously, it's safe. So we get up there, and we're going higher and higher. And mind you, I'm in, in, a, in a vehicle going up, and I'm already scared. Because I keep looking at the drop-offs and I'm like, okay, why we keep going higher. <laughs> like, when does it stop? When when are we going to, like, pull over and get on a snowmobile? Finally, we get to where we are, we're going to go, you know. And he gives us a crash course on how to drive a snowmobile. Okay, my husband and I know how to ride uh, ATVs. We have those and we drive them, you know, a couple times a year. So I'm like, okay. He's like, it's just like driving an ATV. You're going to be fine, whatever. He's teaching us what to do. I did not think it was like driving an ATV. <laughs> it was a lot harder because I had my niece on the back. My husband had Logan with him. And then I don't know why, Lily. I don't even know what I was thinking when I did this. But now I am glad that I did it. But my nephew, he he knows how to drive. He drives really well. He's always practicing with my with my brother and stuff. And so he drives, like, he's even been on the freeway and everything. He's a really good, safe driver. Um, I'm, and he doesn't have a license yet. So the guide was like, does he have a license? And I was like, no. And he's like, but does he know how to drive? I'm like, yeah, he knows how to drive. He's like, he'll be fine. He can drive one of the, the snowcats, right? So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I put my mom with him. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that after I've been driving for 20 plus years that I would put her with me, right? Yeah. I don't know what in the world made me put her on the back of his snowmobile. And I took my niece with me. I have no idea. But It was a mom in you. It was a, he's going to drive safer if okay. someone that he loves is with him. Thank you. Because that's what I feel like I concluded after I did, we did the whole thing and I survived. I feel like that's what it was. <laughs> because, you know, if... His sister would have been exactly. on the back. He'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. let me scare her. Let me joke around. I feel like he would have been reckless at that point. Yeah. And it's funny because um, he told me he was at the very back. He was at the tail end of the whole, you know, our little excursion. There was four of us and then there was another guide behind us. So there was five of us um, in one line. There's a guide in the front and thank God there's a guide in the back in case anything happens. There's this guy that has like these flags on him and all this crap. So anyway, um... Thankfully, 
I did that because, yeah, he was very careful. And it's funny because he goes, the whole time I kept, like, looking back saying, Grandma, are you okay? And she would just give him a thumbs up because you can't hear each other. <laughs> the snow cat is so loud you can't hear each other and it's super cold and stuff. Um, but I, I, man, I realized how weak my arms are after I did that. I'm like, <laughs> I need to work on this because if I would have cramped just one time, I probably would have flipped that whole oh, snowmobile. Lord. And I remember us going up and going up. And when you're going up, it's extremely steep. Uh-huh. So we just kept climbing and climbing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, when is, like, when are we going to get there? When we got the, to the top and we looked out, I realized how high up we were. And I was shaking. I was shaking. Eric was shaking. My nephew was shaking because he was like, man, my adrenaline is pumping so hard just to try and keep us, like, keep him and grandma safe. And my mm-hmm. grandma's just smiling, waving, you know, take a picture of me. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And my mom doesn't like heights. And Eric hates heights too. So for us to be up there was really, really just, it was pretty scary. So then when he tells us, okay, we're going to go around the peak and then we're going to come back down the same route. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be cake. Hell no. It was harder going down oh. than going up because it's steep. So the whole time... You are, that's where I felt like my arms, like, okay, uh, Wonder Woman, you better kick into next gear because you are <laughs> weak, girl. So the whole, inc- like the, the incline for descending all the way down was just, uh-huh. it was scary. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was scary. So I would do it again, but I wouldn't drive because I feel like because we had to be so cautious and the pathway was so narrow, Mm-hmm. Girl, the drop-offs were right next to your feet. You're just like, oh, holy shit. It was an adrenaline rush. It was great. I loved it. I'm glad I did it that one time, but I feel like next time I would be the person, the passenger, for sure. So I could enjoy it more. Yeah. And not only that, I, you know I live with the the phone in my hand taking pictures of everything when I travel. My niece, she took like five. I was like, girl, that's why you're back here. So you can take some videos. <laughs> you can take some good pictures. And she was like, I keep forgetting. I'm just in the moment enjoying everything. I said, okay, I'm I'm really scared right now. You need to enjoy the moment for me and take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we survived. <laughs> and then uh, no joke, right when we got back to our car, I got in and I was just like, my heart was pounding. I bet. And all of us were just like, wow. I mean, it was so, so awesome and great. And it's crazy because my mom was like, that was amazing. And then when we finally told her that we were all panicked, us drivers, Mm -hmm. she was like, I'm so glad y'all didn't tell me that because I would have started panicking too. And she goes, no, but mijo, he did so good. And he had, he was just taking care of grandma. (laughs) The whole time he's thinking, oh Lord, please don't drop grandma. (laughs) Right. Please Lord, just get me back to the ground. Lord, I got to take care of my grandma. I cannot let anything happen. No, he did such a good job and he was so calm and everything. And I said, look, look at what you did. I said, you're not even 17 yet, bro. Yeah. We told him he was 17 and he wasn't. (laughs) Mentiras. That sounds about right though. I mean, he's a month away from 17. He's going to be 17 this month. So he's practically 17. Pretty much. So anyway, yeah, I mean, it was just much needed rest. And we came back um, the 23rd, which was Eric's birthday. And we just relaxed and everything. The next day we just celebrated, you know, low key at my mom's house doing Christmas Eve things, you know. Yeah. And that was it. But 
I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I just, I was not ready to go back to work for sure. No, I wasn't either. You know how sometimes you're just like, okay, I've had my feel. I need my routine again. This year mm-hmm. was not that year. <laughs> no. I, I was like another week. Yeah, me too. I could still use like two, me, two maybe two, two three. Two, three. <laughs> two, three. <laughs> let on. me go. Let me go and just get to summer real quick. <laughs> so I can get off summer break. <laughs> because it, the struggle's real, guys. Y'all is, know my stress. So, um, yeah, we feel y'all. We truly do feel yes. you guys. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. So do you have any plans coming up? For this weekend or? No, but just for the future, girl. <laughs> like just anything you're looking forward to. What am I not looking for? I need to get my house in order. Moving into a new home mm-hmm. as a couple, it's, it's a lot of work. Why does someone ever <laughs> tell you that? I feel like people do tell you that and we just choose to ignore it. <laughs> It's a lot of work. <clears throat> We're like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you guys. I still haven't started decorating whatsoever. Al rato. Al rato. Especially once you have more time, like you'll have like spring break or summer break, and you just feel inspired, you'll be like, para que? What are you going to decorate for now? It's not like you can get have visitors. <laughs> That's true. And I'm not going to lie excuse. to you. <laughs> No one's going to see it. Exactly. You're all right right now, girl. This okay. all of us for at least another, hopefully not more than six months. Please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I can't. No, my only decoration that I do have up, I'm still that person that has their Christmas tree up. Because they're, hey. they're not ready to let it go. <clears> hey, <throat> okay, happiness, girl. If it makes you happy, you leave it up. Okay. I'm going to give them it the, com- it's coming down this weekend, but even then. It's, it's Okay. You don't worry, no shame in your game. I know, but I told you, Lisa, I'm like, man, that corner is going to look super bare without the tree there. <laughs> Go get your, hey, quítale las decoraciones y ponle Valentine. Valentine. <laughs> and then move over to St. Patrick's. There you go. Way, then you put Easter. <laughs> then you just put flamingos and pineapples for summer. <laughs> there you go. That'll be ¿verdad? cute. No, it's, just rest up and get my yeah. house in order. Hey, you know what I've been seeing circulate a lot around uh, Instagram is uh, questions from like so many influencers asking if you decorate for Valentine's. I do. I don't. It's minimal. I'm not going to lie. It's very minimal. Like I'll throw some kitchen towels in the kitchen and like a couple of things like I think maybe I have like five things and a wreath, like a simple little heart wreath. But I, Uh I do. And I like to decorate for it. I don't know what it is. And it's not, you know what? It's not even the actual day of Valentine's that makes me feel happy. It's just seeing the hearts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but you know. know what? My and mom's the, the same way. Yeah. My mom's the same way. Ella decora for every holiday, even if she don't celebrate. Like, she don't know what St. Patrick's Day is. But she got some shamrocks out of it. But she got some shamrocks, <laughs> some green going on in her house. And I'm like, oh, okay, you do you, boo. All right. She's got a shirt that says, lucky, <laughs> with a little shamrock. Verdad? No, I just, I don't know what it is, but when I go to Target after New Year's and everything, you know, has passed and we're sad and back to work, um, (laughs) I go to Target and when I see all the decorations for Valentine's, I don't know what it is. It just gives me some sort of vibe, like just happiness, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. And I always get one thing, like something small. This year, I don't know if you guys saw the little 
it's the little plushy and it's a peanut butter and jelly toast. Yes. Holding hands. And I was like, I need that for my classroom. And I just put it right there on my shelf. And I'm like, that's staying there forever. Valentine's or not. I love it. I love Valentine's stuff. It's just so cute. But like super minimal. I don't go all, all out. I might have a few throw pillows on my couch. I'm not going to lie. But I do love it. It's weird. And you know what's crazy? And you know, here it is. This is what I think it stems back to. When I was little, and I might have told this story in another episode many moons ago when we talked about Valentine's, probably like maybe four years ago. (laughs) But um, when I was little, my brother, my oldest brother, made it a point to always give my mom and I something and make it special for both of us. Mm -hmm. And he would, even if he had a girlfriend, he would always say that we were his Valentine. And he would come home Mm. with, like, flowers for my mom. He would come home with, like, a little box of chocolates for me. And he used to like to give me gold jewelry, like, cute little things. Like, one year he gave me a little uh, anillo that was gold, and it was a little dolphin. Oh, okay. And then one time he gave me, like, a little cross on a necklace. And then one time he gave me a little mini mouse ring. So he would do stuff like that. Or he would bring chocolates to us and flowers. And I just, I don't know, I just saw it as just... A loving thing, not a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, you know, significant other type. Yeah. Of, I, never, I never really saw it that way. Even when I was, because I was with, uh, I had a boyfriend, the same guy, for three years in high school, but my freshman year I was single. Even that year, I remember taking Valentine's to all my best friends. That's because that's what it, it is. And I think I've even sent y'all Valentine's before. <laughs> Maybe like many moons ago but i want to say i've even sent like to my friends now mail mailed out valentine cards and stuff but i don't know what it is i think that's that's the biggest uh significance it has for me it's just about friendship and that's why i like the way they say it in spanish amor y amistad it's not just you know have a date you gotta have a girlfriend you gotta have a boyfriend or it's not about that no um so anyway like growing up uh, my dad would also cook dinner for the family. We would have like a dinner together and we'd all have our chocolates and just enjoy a meal together. We were like each other's Valentine and we continued it like till this day. We, Eric, sometimes he's so like, he tries not to be cheesy, but he's cheesy deep down on the inside <laughs> because he'll make like heart shaped pizzas, like homemade heart shaped pizzas and we'll like decorate for the kids and we'll get the kids like balloons and stuff and it's just my niece and nephew are 17 and 16 years old and we still get them their little box of candy you know (laughs) and logan of course we give him stuff so i don't know i just think it's just a a vibe i don't even think it's like has the significant meaning of anything else other than just like happiness and love you know yeah towards everyone and anyone that you care about um, so anyway, I just went on a Valentine rant, guys. <laughs> That's how know how you know I love it right now. That's my okay. thing. It's my thing. I love it. Hey, and whatever brings you joy. So right now I'm in the middle of trying to think of, okay, so I had to nix that whole idea for Christmas for my students. So now I want to see if I can make a Valentine box for my kids oh, okay. that come to school. Yeah, because I only have 12 right now. And actually, I have 12, but two of them haven't come back. They're online only because they just want to be safe, especially after the scare in December. Um, the parents are being extra cautious, which I am all for. Um, so now I just want to try and think of a cool little box that I can stuff and give each of them on that on that day or the day before or whatever. Mm. 
I think it's on a Sunday this year. Or a Monday. Creo que Sunday. Something like that. Yeah. It's weird, but um so yeah, I'm just I'm just excited for those little things. They that's what keeps me sane and happy right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um I've been just trying to do things that make me feel better because the anxiety it. and the stress is a lot. It is. It's like mm -hmm. It's crazy because I had just been completely okay during the break, and then I go back, and I, there it is again. I just feel that anxiety yeah. all over again, and it's just well, like, it's, man. It's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors you can't control. When you're at home, mm -hmm. when you're family, they, you can control that. But when you're at school, it's like you have 12 or 18 or 20, however many kids you have in your classroom yeah. that are all coming from different different ways of life, different beliefs and you know, some people take the virus seriously, other people don't and I mean like we're always in danger of catching it. Yeah. And it's way. true because sometimes not only is it the fact and this is what I was talking about with Eric, I'm just like if we get it, it's going to be from me or Logan because Logan goes to school and I teach at school. Mm -hmm. And then I think about my students and there's a lot of students that don't they don't go anywhere but their moms are nurses or they have to work somewhere so i'm like okay how do you even keep track of that if you have your students families having to work outside of the household too and then them coming back to the household and then their students coming back to the, so it's just like this ripple effect that's just it's just annoying and we yeah. have one um one of the kids uh in our school the mom is a nurse who works with nothing but patients in the oh. COVID unit and she, I mean, she's, there's nothing she can do about it. You know, she's just like, this is, this is my life and I can't keep her home cause there's no one to watch her. I'm a single mom. Like literally it's me and her. <laughs> oh. So it's just like really hard. And it's just like, there's just so many situations like that to where I'm just like, man, it sucks with it when you don't have another option, you know? Yeah. Um, that's when it's really, really sad. But anyway, I just hope that we stay we stay good, we stay sane, and all those people getting it, man, I just hope they recover, you know? Yes. Um, so, yeah, living in that COVID life right now. So I wanted to ask, what are you most excited about, or what is, it, what is something that you know you want to do when this thing is over? Travel. Girl. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like I'm ready. I'm ready to go somewhere different and explore and yeah, just get out. Yeah, and not worry about catching the virus or anything like that. That's what I'm excited for. I know. And seeing my grandparents because you know, right because of COVID now, I really can't see them. Yeah. So that too. So here's the thing that I've been thinking about, and I don't want to get onto like a a whole vaccine COVID rant or nothing. I'm just like confused about one thing i know that they say that if you get the vaccine i literally looked it up because i was like i need clarification on this so i went to the cdc website and it says that once you get the vaccine you can't get covid no, but get it go to cdc i i looked it up I wanted to make sure. So like a group of teachers and I the other day were at recess literally. And I was like, can you get it once you have the vaccine? Okay. Yes. So there's all these rules. If you've never had it, this is what it says on the website. If you've never had it, 
and you get the vaccine, both doses, and they're in your system and you still haven't gotten it, you can't get it. But there's all of these ridiculous timelines if you've already had it and you're over it. There's a, a time that you have to wait from the time that you had it and then you already, like, it's it's gone, it's over, you don't have it anymore. There's another timeline you have to wait before you get the vaccine. And there's another timeline that, like, say, I let's just, you know, let's just go ahead and say that I have it right now. If I have it right now, I can go and get it. Yes, that was exactly the face that I made when I was reading all this crap the other day. I was like... How the hell did y'all figure that out? And who wrote all of this crap down? Like, who analyzed this? Because it really threw me for a loop. I'm like, so if I had it and I'm done with it, I still can't get it immediately until I wait out this certain time frame. But if I have it in the moment, I can still go get the first dose. That just doesn't make sense to me. I thought you could still get it. Like, I read somewhere you could still get it. It just won't be as bad as if you didn't have the vaccine that's what i thought too until we went on cdc this was literally like monday but you I think. know what and i was like oh. i'm gonna be one of those i don't trust the cdc just because i know that there's <laughs> i don't trust anybody anymore <laughs> well no i just because i know that there's incompetent people in power right now in the cdc like it's not really people that i would trust especially when you keep changing rules about Hey, if you spend less than 15 minutes in a room with someone with COVID, you won't get it. Exactly. When you um, breathe in the same air. Right. So <laughs> I don't trust the CDC right now. I don't trust but, anything. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't trust anything. And I don't trust Fauci either. I really don't. But, because because in the beginning, before everything spiraled, I remember, I remember like it was yesterday when we were told that if you were not wearing an N95... It wasn't going to work. Like the only thing you could wear was an N95. And I remember memes going around social media like crazy, making fun of people who are wearing bandanas, making fun of people who are wearing any cloth because they're like, oh, look at these idiots. That's not an N95. And then, boom, all of a sudden with the wave of a magic wand, you could wear a freaking single ply toilet paper and that's going to stop the percentage of the spread. So I don't trust anybody anymore. I'm just at that point where like everything I read, I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even know, homie. You know, I mean, I'm like, just, I'm just going to trust the who, the who organization. I'm just going to spray Windex on. Costas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to spray Windex on it because at this point I'm just like, I don't even know. Y'all need to watch my big fat Greek wedding if you have it. Seriously, that, that movie is awesome. But here's the thing. Even if you have, okay, this is where I, I honestly, I'm just like, look, someone has got to make sense of something here because this just does not sit well. If the CDC or whoever the hell is posting that you can't get it after you have your two doses and you've gone through that crazy timeline, which who knows what the hell it is. It's a roller coaster for all we know that you can't go without your mask because you may be asymptomatic. I'm like, okay. So what's going to happen if millions, let's say millions of people, this is a hypothetical, but let's say millions of people refuse to get the damn vaccine. Then what are we going to do? We just going to keep on keeping on with a mask on our face because those yep. people don't want to get the vaccine. Yes. Yes. And to each his own. I'm not a, what is it called? A non-vaxxer? Like, An anti-vaxxer? Hey, Logan's got all his 
shots. Okay? If they made a rabies for kids, he would get that one too. <laughs> He's got all his shots. The only shot I don't get, because I've had it three times and I have a horrible reaction to it, is the flu one. Yeah. But he gets it. And so I'm, I'm like, okay with that. So I'm like, to each his own. Everybody knows why they don't want to get a shot or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, how do we know if we're asymptomatic? They keep saying that you have to keep testing because you might be negative and you might be positive for being asymptomatic also. So at this point, I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to pray about this whole situation <laughs> and pray that it just all ends really, really soon because there's so many things. I just want... Man, I just want life to to go back to the way it was. It's just crazy. It's it insane. Crazy. And I think about it, and I'm th I think about to previous pandemic centuries ago, and I'm just like, wow, with the technology that we have today and we can't get our S together. But it's because back then people were like, we're, they were like high school musical. We're all in this together. We got to do what we need to do. <laughs> To get through it, and now, now with the way that society is, and I think with um, social media and then just everything that we're exposed yeah. to, we're too into that me mentality that we don't think about other people other than ourselves and how things affect us. And I think that's what I mean. Like, look at New Zealand; they're living their best life right now. They are, but so, here's but here's the difference also. A lot of other countries are willing to support their people. They're willing yes. to pay their people while their yeah. people are at home. And we're not doing that here. <laughs> we can't. Well, we're getting $600 here. $600. That's why I love that meme that was going around that was like, for $1.34, you can help support an American <laughs> for a day. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. It's sad. And it's just like, you know, I and I, I know we don't talk politics on here. But I feel like it's time where it needs to quit being red versus blue and it needs to be us versus them. Like us as the people. The people que estamos, los muertos de hambre, when everybody at the top gets to go home to a mansion and a fat bank account. Okay. Whether they're red or blue, that's what they're going home to. They're going home to so much money and so much power and so much comfort and we are killing ourselves and other countries are taking care of their people. And we have my friend Anki, I think you met her a few years back from yes. Germany. We were having a discussion with her and we're like, how are things going in Germany? And she's just like, we're all at home. We're getting our paycheck. Our government is paying us our paycheck. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, yeah, we, we don't, we're just at home hanging out. That's <laughs> I'm our, like, that's our issue. Wow. No, 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 get in that. No nos quieren dar, so we out in the streets, out there, trying to make a living, and it's crazy. It's here crazy. we are. It's crazy. Not living and our best just, life. You know what's crazy also in New Zealand is that you, if you're entering the country, and I only say this because I follow um, these travel influencers that I yeah. love to watch, and one of them has moved to New Zealand with his wife, uh -huh. so they moved over there. Once you get there, even though they already have the place where they're going to be living, mm -hmm. 
Once you get there, you have to go through a 14-day quarantine that's mandated, but I forgot what it's called. It's got a different name to it. It doesn't sound like quarantine. It sounds kind of like a relaxing day at the spa, let's put it that way. (laughs) And they quarantine in these beautiful, like, high-rise buildings overlooking wherever it is that they're moving to. Even if they have their place, they're not allowed to go to that place because they're not trusting you to stay in that house for those 14 days and not leave. So they give you like these beautiful pen, like look, it looks like penthouse suite type, whatever. Um, so anyway, they're staying in there. They're, one of the walls looks like it's the size of a window. I mean, the window, it looks like it's the size of a whole wall overlooking oh, wow. a beautiful city. And they have um, this video that plays and they tell you, you know, here are the things that you can do during your stay. They make it seem like a vacation. And it's like, and they give you exercises for mental health. So that way you're not like feeling like you're going insane being there for 14 days. To be honest with you, it sounds a little sketchy and it sounds great all at the same time. (laughs) It sounds scary as hell, but then amazing when you see the videos of like the views and everything that they, um, of where they're at. I mean, it's just so, it's, it's incredible. It's cool. And I'm just like, wow, but here's the catch or the crazy part. They were explaining that the highest you have to wear a colored bracelet if you're from a high risk country, and USA and the UK are the only two on that list. So if they put a bracelet on you, that means you're high risk. Isn't that insane? It's creepy, but at the same time, it's really sad. Yes. And it's just like wow, it's eye opening too. It's because they're it's like, just, mira, I van americano. Híjole, it's just insane to me. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, and let's get on. embarrassing. Uh, yes, it is embarrassing. And I'm, I don't want, let me not talk about it no more. Let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why we went on that rant. I just needed to, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, post this um, terrible experience that we are all going through. <laughs> let me call it that <laughs> instead of anything else. I was, I woke up the other day and I was like, wow, you know what I really, really, really want to do? I would love to go to a concert again. Like, I I want to travel. I want to go overseas. We wanted to go to Europe this past, in 2020. Well, of course, that's gone. Um, But I really want to go to a concert. And it's so, so funny because I went to a concert with a group of friends a couple years back to see some old bands that we kind of, like, would go see all the time when we were in our 20s. And... um. I texted them the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to be at one of these concerts again and I want to watch y'all up in the house mosh around with your chanclas <laughs> on because y'all sure did mosh around with chanclas on and they were laughing. They're like, oh my gosh, that was like the best night. I'm like, that's what I miss. I miss that. I miss just being able to go to like a hockey game and it being a real feeling of a hockey game. I miss going to concerts. I miss going to happy hour or I miss going to dinner with my friends and having my friends over and my family over for a big, you Uh know, get together. And we're used to that. You know, I'm having massive withdrawals from that because we did that all the time. Just let's just cook a big meal, have everybody over. Let's play Loteria. Let's have drinks. Let's just have fun. So that's what I miss the most is just having gatherings and spending time with family and friends but but in like without ugh, without all the, with them without a mask without all of that fear you know and just being yeah. happy and celebrating and, and having a good life because life is way too damn short yeah it is and yeah 
So that's what I miss is doing that out of everything. <sighs> okay, I don't want to be sad. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, what are you loving lately, girl? Okay. These are the things. Of course, I always have to have a food product. Gone, girl. Give it. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen this live cinnamon checks in the cereal aisle. But that cereal, y'all, it's awesome. Not only do I feel super healthy eating it, it's probably not. But <laughs> it tastes so good. It's like just the right amount of sweetness without it being too overpowering. Like if you were eating Fruity Pebbles or something like that. So that is my, that's my only food product thing that I'm loving right now. And then, <clears throat> y'all, okay, <laughs> I don't know about you or anyone else listening, but I used to be that girl that was like, I am never going to wear those shoes. They look so dumb. Why are they always wearing them? Uh-oh. They don't go with everything. <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> and then I got some in my life. And then I You got some like, Crocs? No. <laughs> I used to have Crocs back in the day. Okay. <laughs> no, I got some Ugg boots. You got the Ugg boots? Aww. I did. And now I'm like, how did I ever live my life without them? Now you're like living your life. You're thriving Girl, with your Ugg like, boots. Like <laughs> I want to I wear them all the time. If you're, if you're one of those people, like my feet are always cold. Uh-huh. So if you're one of those people that your feet are always cold, you need these in your life. Like they need to be a part of your wardrobe because... <laughs> You're like given to the Ugg boots. Yes. And I was. I was like, oh, tan feos. Eso no me gustan. And look at me now. <laughs> look at me now, y'all. Look at me now. Damn, does that mean that I'm going to have Crocs one day? No. Cro- yes. <laughs> yes, you're going to be getting them and you're going to have all Nunca. those little, whatever they call them, bitches or lid. Oh, I don't know what they're called. No. Yes, you are. I can no, just see hombre. it. Oh, I can no. see it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, mm-hmm. We're gonna have matching Crocs. You're gonna be like Lily. You are gonna need some Crocs in your life too, and I'll be like, fine. Let me get some Crocs. You wearing too. your Crocs today, girl? I'm gonna wear my Crocs. Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But y'all need those in your life. I didn't realize how comfy and warm they are. Hmm. They look warm. They they do look comfortable. They do. And now I'm like, I need some. I got the short ones, and I'm like, now I need the tall ones. And do I need them in different colors? Oh my god. <laughs> She's gonna be living, living your best life I in know, your house, girl. All right. And then my last thing that I'm loving, okay, I used to watch this show whenever it came out. It's not that old. It's a couple of years old. Mm-hmm. But if you love like the grim fairy tales and all of that, mm-hmm. you need to watch Grim. It's on Amazon. If you have Amazon Prime, you have access to it. I think you've told me about this one before. But I started re-watching this show, and I'm uh-huh. living for this show. Is it good? I need to watch it. I need a new show to hang on to. I liked it. I liked it. Now, if you want something funny, I really love Parks and Rec. Okay. If you like Amy Poehler yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, if you find they're funny, you'll like uh-huh. that show. Huh. I need to watch yeah. Grimm. I think you recommended Grimm to me before. Like when probably. it first came out or something. I probably talked about it in a past podcast, too. <clears throat> You might have, but hey, sometimes that's that's what makes us feel better is like revisiting Never. an old show that was really good. I love that. That's me. And then also like if I fall asleep through it, I don't feel too guilty because I already watched it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hey, see. and speaking about shows, did you see that Sex in the City is getting a reboot? Oh my gosh, yes. Like, that's insane. Okay. That's insane. I can't even, like, I don't even know. 
Oh my gosh. I just like I was I'm excited, watching... but at the same time I'm a little nervous about it. I am too. I'm nervous about it, but I love the way they redid the movies. I thought they did a great job with the movies. That's one show and movies that have been done well throughout. That have mm-hmm. they they've just done everything well with all of it. And I, of course the actresses are amazing. Um, but it's funny cause like two days ago I was cleaning my closet and like just kind of, it was a mess girl. I had been getting home, just throwing stuff on the floor and all. And I had a, that's had me a, right now. Yeah. Don't look behind. No, I, <laughs> I, uh, had to get in there and I remember just putting on and I saw sex in the city, the movie. And I literally was hanging clothes up and like mouthing all the words <laughs> with the movie. I was like, wow, I've seen this movie a lot of times, but yeah, I saw that the other day. That's really, that's really cool. I'm, I'm excited. I'm just sad they're not going to have a Kim, is it Cattrall? Is she not going to return? No. Why? Oh, that's going to be weird. That bad blood is like too strong. I know. Oh, gosh, that girl. Come on, But I was like, how are we going to do the show without Samantha? Please don't try to put another Samantha in there. No. That's not going to work. They can't. I don't know how they're going to do it, but we'll see. That's just weird. Oh. Well, we'll see. But I'm excited. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully they'll be, they'll find a good workaround. And it'll be good. Um, All right. What about you? What are some cositas that you're loving? I will tell you one. Well, I have two. But one of them, oh, my gosh. I, I'd i heard the hype about it. And I was just kind of like, you know, reluctant to try it. Um, but I have been trying this for about almost three weeks solid every single day. Um, and it, I am seeing the difference just using mm-hmm. this. I have been starting to take collagen. Oh, and okay. um, I started taking the vital, what is it called? Oh, gosh. It's the one that's at Target. There's like a blue can, a pink can, and a green can. It's okay. the vital, oh, man, I don't even know the name of it. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but it's in the beauty section at Target, and it's collagen. It doesn't taste like anything. I get the blue the blue jar. Um, so you can just put it in your coffee. You can mix it into a smoothie. Um, and I take it every day, I scoop every day, and it's supposed to help your, like, your nails, your hair, your skin, and your bones, like, your joints. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, when I had Logan, I um, had plantar fasciitis on my right foot. Okay. And it's a common thing when you're pregnant because of the your the weight and then the way your pelvis is tilted, all these weird little things. So, anyway, it would hurt, like, right there at my arch, and I had never had problems before with that. So then afterwards, I started like wearing um, some little inserts only on my right foot. And I started noticing with certain shoes, I would feel it and certain shoes I wouldn't. And if I would be um, trying to do running or whatever, because when I was doing running a lot, that's when I started feeling it also. So it was just like all these different things when I would feel it or wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So um, I started taking it and I kid you not, I haven't felt that little pain in the arch of my foot in two weeks. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, even when I'm walking barefoot around the house, cause that's when it like can come back severely when you're walking barefoot around your house, they tell you to get slippers that have like a slight little arch just so that you're supporting your foot. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I haven't felt it in two weeks. So it took about a week for that to really start making a difference. Oh. And it's crazy. And I totally think it's a collagen cause my child is almost six. <laughs> and it's like magically has not been around for two weeks. And it's like literally three weeks after I started taking it. So I think you should try it. Um, I do notice that my hair feels a little bit thicker on the back and on the top, like around the crown of my head. Um, yeah. So my skin's doing a little bit better. 
So, I don't know. Maybe people out there should give it a try. Maybe hmm. it's worth the hype. Um, The other thing, oh my gosh, I'm going to gush about this like if I was a teenager. <laughs> Just like everybody else on social media, I am obsessed with Cobra Kai right now. Okay. I, God, I am obsessed on another level. Listen, I... I don't, first of all, I don't like watching stuff. Like, my husband's that kind of person that he'll start watching something and then two or three episodes in, he's like, hey, watch it with me. And I'm like, no, I have to start it from the beginning. I'm that kind of person. I'm like, I don't want to jump in the middle. Mm -hmm. I want to start from the beginning, especially if it's something that's really good. And he's like, oh, I want to watch it. And I'm like, I will. But at that time when it first released, I was really busy. And I remember him just nagging me to watch it, right? And I was just like, I'm going to sit and watch it, I promise. So then I got through the first season. And for me, I'm that kind of person that life just kind of takes over every single day. So it's hard for me to like really sit and force myself to watch something, yeah. even though no matter how much I want to watch it, you know. So I'm like, okay, this is really good. Kept going. And then finally, when they released the third season, I was really like, oh my gosh, I don't want to fly through this because I know how I'm going to feel when I'm over the whole season. <laughs> I know it's going to crush me when it's over and I have nothing else to look forward to on TV. So I was like really reluctant, but I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's just, let's just watch the third season. So it took us probably like a whole week because I would piece it out and I would literally, and he would be like, let's watch one more. And I'd literally take the remote and turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, no, because we're not going to have nothing to watch tomorrow. And he's just like, ugh. So anyway, I started, you know, we, we finished the whole thing and I just... Let me just tell you, I have all the feelings. I almost cried. There's been like several times throughout the series that I've almost cried. And it's not only because like of the happy stuff or bad stuff happening in the show. It's because whenever they go back to a scene from the original Karate Kid movies, yeah. I, the connection that I have with that time in my life is so strong. Because Ralph Macchio was my first crush as a kid. <laughs> Everybody that I knew that was a little girl in the 80s, that was like our first crush. Like, I loved it. And my brothers were obsessed with the Karate Kid just because they thought it was badass, right? They even bought the freaking karate suits and those little weird <laughs> shoes that you wear. They never took a damn lesson in their life, let's just be honest. But they had all the gear, girl. They had all the gear. And I remember my brothers going to school like that because it was a trend. Oh, Everyone in, in their high school loved Karate <laughs> Kids so much that they would wear the the whole garb, everything that, I can't even remember what it's called, a gi, gia, something like that. But anyway, they would wear all of this, and I have pictures of my brothers in their little, you know, outfits, outfits girl. So I'm going to have to post that <laughs> soon because it's cute. So anyway, them cutting back to certain scenes, Karate Kid when I was little, made me feel a certain way. And if I want to be specific, I would honestly go as far as saying as that was the first time that I feel like I was introduced to love. Oh, okay. Like, not love from your family, but feeling love for someone, like a, a boy, you know, or a girl uh -huh. or whatever, you know, a, another person that you want to, like, be in a relationship with like boyfriend girlfriend i feel like karate kid introduced love to me for the very first time because watching that movie mm -hmm. made me feel butterflies for the first time oh wow made me feel butterflies thinking oh my gosh how is it gonna be when i have my first kiss 
and feeling really, really sad when there was a breakup or a really sad part in the, in one of the movies. And it was just, it, it was a lot of firsts for me on emotion, on like basically a, a kid starting to see the, like what love is in a different way, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what was so like emotional for me, watching all of the flashbacks and everything and hearing all of the old music that they play from the 80s and growing up listening to that. It was just so nostalgic to me and it was just sad at the same time. Because I'm like, man, time goes by so damn fast. And I feel like that movie or this series has made that so real for me, you know? And Mm -hmm. and me and my husband watch it together and we're just cheesy as hell, like smiling the whole time and laughing out loud. And it's so relatable. But at the same time, I told my husband, I said, this thing is written so well first of all they captured all the original characters exactly the way they were in the 80s and the way they grew up and how they turned out you're like oh my gosh yes that's exactly how they would turn out you know (laughs) but not only that you are not only speaking to the 80s generation kids that grew up watching these movies but you're also connecting with all the like the generation today all the teenagers today and it's so insane to to reach out to that big of a, a crowd. Yeah. And it's just it's just the way it's written is so good. Oh my gosh. And if you haven't watched it, guys, give in and just do it. And if you don't know and you've never seen Karate Kid, go watch the movies first. Part one is my favorite. Oh my God, it's the best. Part two is really good, but that's the one that when I was a kid, I was really sentimental on that one. And you'll see why. Um, part three, I hated. I never liked part three. Part three was kind of like a wash. I'm like, okay, y'all are starting to go downhill. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are making too many, too many Karate Kid movies. So anyway, the first two are like everything. And whenever, yeah, whenever they make connections now to to those two movies, it's just amazing. So um, yeah, it's so, so good. Oh my God. And it's crazy because the new characters, the kids that are the Karate Kids now, I guess, their characters are so good. I can't even explain how excited I get whenever I see any of them, even the bad ones, the villains. They're yeah. so good. They're so raw and so like, they're just doing a great job at, at casting this show. And every single one of them, even the ones you hate, you're like, oh my gosh, but I can't live without that character. They need to keep that person in there. <laughs> they make this show so much better. Like, Every single person on the cast right now is just a gem. And yeah. And I told you I was going to gush like a teenager because I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm so obsessed with this show right now. So give in, guys. I don't care how. I don't care. I don't care if you are that person. Because I was that person that was late to Harry Potter and late to Twilight. Don't be late to Cobra Kai. Just give in. <laughs> Go watch the movies and then binge watch the series. And I swear you're going to be hooked and you're going to be ready for season four. And so, yeah, my nephew and niece haven't watched it yet because they're just like, oh, well, we never saw Karate Kid. I was like, okay, stop right there. That stops this weekend. So we're watching the movies with them first, and then they're going to start the series. And here's the thing. Every time that we introduce my nephew and niece to something that's not 
new. It's usually old school movies from the 80s or, you know, the 90s or whatever before their mm-hmm. time. Antes de la época de ellos. <laughs> they love it. Like my niece will be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that or whatever. Or she'll be crying at the end of a movie or, you know, so they are really good and receptive to that, you know. Yeah. And my nephew is obsessed with 80s music. He loves 80s music. So I'm just like, okay, you guys have got to sit and watch these and you're going to be so super happy. Um, When was it? Last summer? Yeah, I think it was last summer. They had never seen La Bamba and they had never seen Selena. And I was sorry to do that to them, but we did it, both of them, in one night. <laughs> back to back. They were like, why would you traumatize us like that? And they both, like, my, my nephew got choked up on both. My my niece straight up cried on both because she's, like, really emotional like that. And it's funny because my nephew loves La Bamba now. Like, he's like, oh, my gosh, I love that movie. And my niece loves Selena. They loved both of them, but they each gravitated to their own. And I'm like, I cannot believe that you have never seen these movies. Are you kidding me? Who are you? Take that little brown person out inside of you and be that person. Thrive, little brown person. Thrive. (laughs) I was just like, come on. Um, And like, even when we saw The Breakfast Club, like they loved The Breakfast Club. So all these movies that we're watching with them, I'm like, you've got to watch Karate Kid. And once you watch them, Cobra Kai is going to change your life. (laughs) And they're like, okay. So they're excited. And we have them all, you know, um, all the way till Monday night, from Friday till Monday night. So I'm excited to to get that marathon started growing online. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. So anyway, I just gushed about Cobra Kai for like 20 minutes probably. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Just um, those are the two things that I'm loving right now. Um, where can they find us on Instagram, Lily? At La Charla. And you can find us on Facebook at La Charla as well. You can also follow me at Maestra Life on Instagram for any type of teacher updates and stories. And you can follow my online shop at Casa Confetti Co. on Instagram as well. All right, ladies, we'll let you go. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next week with another one. Until next time.